0: program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255.
1: You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it, I just say it.
0: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at UF. And at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
2: And good afternoon to all the ships at sea. It's the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo as always or seldom. But it won't be a whole lot this week either. Because Jeff, of course, is heading to lovely... Tallahassee, Florida tomorrow mm-hmm. and then to lovely which actually it is Oxford, Mississippi.
3: D- although similar to what we saw this past weekend, it is a 90% chance of rain on Friday really? in Oxford.
2: So, you could go out there and do nothing Friday except sit in your room and because mm-hmm. we actually go out, thir- go out Thursday. Spectravision Is that even a thing still? I've no idea. <laughs> Um yes, yeah, so you go out Thursday and then you may not play Friday and then they probably play doubleheader Saturday and then play Sunday. Yep. Um we are out a little bit early today because there's one gator basketball team that's still playing. How about that? The women um who will play w- at Wake Forest tonight and uh, I almost went to Wake. You did? Mm-hmm. I've been have you been to Winston Salem? Did you take a visit? I have. I refer to it as the Neutron Bomb City. It's look it's like they killed all the people but the buildings are still standing. You never see any people there. There're no human beings.
3: <laughs> they, have, they have a really good baseball team this year too.
2: They sucked back
3: then, but they're good now. I think they're number 2 in the country. And they had the a pretty Gators good basketball three. team, but they just couldn't quite get it done. I mean, who do you think would have been if I went there instead of here? Who do you think would have been a bigger deal cuz it was the same time, Tim
2: Duncan or Jeff Cardozo? Uh, I I here's what I do know. You would not be doing a radio show right now. <laughs> If you grew up in Winston-Salem, there's probably like, it'd be like, it's like the, uh, Andy and, and Barney show. (laughs) Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Barney. That's a pretty place. It's beautiful. I loved it. I loved being up there. We were up there, obviously the 2000 basketball year when they won the, uh, when they got out of that regional with the Mike Miller shot and then beat the crap out of Illinois in the second game. But, um, yeah, so it was interesting. Um. So, anyway, Florida does play Wake Forest tonight in women's basketball. We are here for you today. Uh, Obviously, we haven't been here in a while because of basketball. And I know Jeff was here Wednesday, but I haven't been here since Tuesday. So, a lot to talk about, including uh, baseball, which plays tomorrow night. And and it feels like six months ago they played their last game. It's so weird. It must have been weird for you to have a Saturday and Sunday during baseball season off. off. (laughs) No, I was... I was happy that they ended up
3: making it a doubleheader because then it was a true weekend, although I have several other jobs, so I still had to work at the other jobs. Sure, But it still was nice to sleep in and not have to worry about something and be able to do it. And listen, Alabama was much better than I thought, to be honest. They could hit. And going in, they had a better batting average in Florida by one percentage point, but that's it. But they were a good hitting team as an one older hit lineup, yeah. And Sprout one hit them and then but then the next two days they, they had double digit good, hits. Yeah. Both games.
2: Not only that, but uh, still concerns about the bullpen, but also uh concerns about if they get into a uh conference tournament game against Alabama, that closer comes in, lights out. Seven what do you face seven guys, seven strikeouts?
3: Yeah, he wasn't even their closer. Well, he should be. He might be eventually.
2: He he may be now.
3: Yeah, he was he was good, but he had his numbers going in were ten walks or ten strikeouts, eight walks in like five innings.
2: So you think he just got into a mo- into I think he a figured group. it out and yeah, or it may have been a one one night. No, I, I mean, he, he his slider was nasty and you've seen guys do that, back that basketball,
3: basketball sure. where they, they get hot and they get go hot. Off. Yeah, well, you have seen it a lot this week. No, he was good and. You know it was interesting. Cags didn't really do anything offensively. So is that going to be now the the mode and the way that he's going to get pitched to? Because I mean, to me, Alabama's pitching staff is not even close to one of the best in the sure. conference. So you may
2: see it this week.
3: Be tough. Although Ole Miss went to Vandy and got their butts beat in. Yeah, they scored. They got outscored by Vandy twenty-seven to four. Lost all three games. And how about this? I don't know if you saw it. Did you look at any of the SEC
2: scores? I did. I looked at them, and then I forgot them immediately. And
3: you don't care. Missouri swept
2: Tennessee. Now that makes me happy.
3: That's it makes me happy, too, but that's just crazy. I would have never even come close to guessing that that would have happened. No, no. I mean, Missouri's always the cellar dweller. And Kentucky is not very good, and they ended up sweeping Ole Miss. I mean, not Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi
2: State. So, but we—that's the thing—we get all excited about SEC play starting. Okay, now we're going to find out. The first weekend never is revealing. It really isn't. Remember the first weekend, the well, national championship yeah. season. They got swept by Auburn. Yeah, Gators did. It's 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 just okay. There's, here's what you got to work on. It it it. And you saw Jeff because you were there in person. I was just watching every game on TV. Uh, The intensity ratcheted up, and it was unbelievable. You could feel it. Yeah, how much much different it was. It was. So, yeah, certainly that to talk about, NCAA tournament,
3: a lot of uh, interesting games and stuff that happened. Well, my two finalists are still alive. Don't kill the messenger, but uh, I'm telling you. Miami's going to lose to Texas. No,
2: they're not. You know why? Because Miami... The reason I picked miami is I, I i believe in the mark wise um theory that if you can't score, you can't win in the tournament, and they can score with a bunch of different guys here's the other thing that i i I've watched so much basketball this during this and i watch you know I watch a lot anyway, but I watch so much during this time you got to have a guy who has to be able to create his own shot and and it's it doesn't matter if it's a hard shot. He's got to be able to make it. And you got to have a, a, a lot of those. You have to have more than one. Like it used to be if you had one, you were okay. You need two. Because they'll take the one away. And the teams that are surviving, you know, for example, Kansas State. You know, the other day, Keontae's terrible. He was terrible in that game. And I I felt terrible for him. I was watching it with uh, uh, the first half, at least, with Chris Harry, who, of course, knows Key is Better than anybody. And we're watching that game and like, what is going on here? It's like almost like he's nervous or something. he turning it over, not getting rebounds, dropping the ball and not making any shots. And then he makes the biggest shot of the game. And they end up winning the game. And now I need to buy a Kansas State shirt. That you do. Although Kelsey claims that I have one from another. And I don't think that they beat, I'm trying to think if they beat Kentucky or FSU. To make me buy that shirt but either way i'll get a new one i need a new one anyway yeah i got a cooler logo now Yeah, I'm sure k-state
3: Stay. right well speaking of cool all of you that call are really cool so let's uh get after it phone line wise and get started here on our titan mri hotline porter kicks it off porter what's up hey guys uh first
4: off um pat i happen to hear the stat in kentucky i think it was ten and one um you know lifetime against kansas state so i don't think you, you know, I be lucky to happen to have had that one, but um, anyhow, Yeah, it I might have been
2: FSU it, that they knocked off. That that was the reason I bought. I I can't find it though. It was, and, and she goes, I may have it in my in my because uh, she <laughs> likes to wear. She likes to take my T-shirts and then cut them way off, you know. And then, uh, but I um I, I will buy a new Kansas State T-shirt. And Porter, don't let him fool you.
3: I saw him wearing a crop top the other day. Nah, the one that he <laughs> cut off. Nah,
2: you didn't. I, I wish I'd have uh,
4: you know done what you did on teams that knocked Florida State out of baseball through the years. I, that would be a great class. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I don't think you could
2: have, have, have afforded that. That would be a lot of exactly. a lot of t-shirts. But I,
4: yeah. did, I do. I do have the FSU national championship college world series from Omaha. Of course, it was Fresno State, but still, it's a great yeah. shirt. <laughs> um,
2: you know a great uh, stat about Kentucky. You were, you were just talking about stats with Kentucky, but that they uh, under Calipari have lost nine times. They've been eliminated nine times as favorites and only once as a, uh underdog. Wow. So that's not mm-hmm. a good stat.
4: <laughs> well, it's not a bad stat. That means you're not losing you know, when you're supposed to win, theoretically, on paper. But I, I don't know what the line was in that, that uh, matchup with TCU. They were TCU. Was, I mean, not TCU. I can't say it was the three and Kentucky was a six.
2: But, yeah, but yeah, I think Kentucky was still favored to win that game
4: yeah i thought that would have been my that would have been my guess but uh, anyhow that was that was that was great jeff i was my wife and i went down to visit our daughter and future son-in-law uh uh and so we were driving friday i think i i missed the first half inning in both games it was just ridiculous we turned on it at the very end and, and alabama was up 3-0 in the first game and the same thing because of the hour delay in the second uh what happened in the, in the top of the first i mean i'll take the blame since i wasn't you know, I wasn't in charge. <laughs> well, can you give me quickly what happened? Yeah, did the uh, um, starters look good? Did they look good? Or did yeah,
3: Caglione ended up walking the first two guys, and they were borderline. Their, their leadoff guy, very pesky. He actually got on base as the leadoff guy Man, he was all tough. three games to, to start. Just takes a lot of pitches and makes you earn it. And then walks the next guy, next guy base hit, and then the the next two runs shouldn't have scored. One was an excuse me swing off a guy – from a guy that had struck out nine times over the weekend. He was horrible, Pinkney. And he just like, oops, excuse me. It's like a swinging bunt to third with two outs, and he beats it out because he's fast, so they get another run because of that. So they didn't really beat it all over the yard in the first inning off Cags. He just got himself into his his own trouble by walking the first two guys.
2: And I was a little surprised Waldrop wasn't better. Uh, well, yeah. Right. What, what happened with Waldrup? That one, I heard nothing. Yeah, kind of the same.
3: He, um, down. he just didn't get off to a good start. Just uh, some control issues early, and then really good the rest of the way. So
2: they're they're like the Gator basketball team was in the early part of the SEC. Se- season. They're they're yeah. not
4: like Gator basketball team, but, but I, I see I see your point. Well, and then even um,
3: even for Spro too, when he threw the the complete game, yeah. obviously he ended yeah. up. Letting the first yeah, guy was, on. He walked him. He
4: walked, the f- walked the first guy. And, and then was, he got you know, bailed
3: out because the next guy swung at the first pitch and hit guy. a double play.
4: <laughs> yeah, but still, he, he gave it one hit and two walks in nine innings. Yeah. I, you know, that, that's pretty damn good. It was really errors, good. So that's. That means what he faced? Uh, he only faced two over the over the minimum twenty nine batters, I, I guess. Yeah, you know? No no errors. that's pretty that's pretty damn good. And he was co-player of the week. I, I'd like to see who the other guy was. Well, he was it's actually a one hit.
3: Actually, the Vandy guy he two hit Ole Miss, who was ranked third in the country, and he had eleven strikeouts as well. So, and he actually threw less pitches.
2: I can understand that.
3: So, really? yeah, he,
2: he two hit.
4: A team that wasn't as high, highly ranked at home as, instead of, well, I don't know, whatever, I'm not going to argue about that. Uh, what's the word on Langford? How's, has, uh, how's he doing? Any idea?
3: He is recovering. Um, probably won't okay. play this weekend. I wouldn't expect him to, but then after that, maybe.
4: Okay. I was curious, do you have uh, any, uh, just my mind wandering, I was wondering if uh tag Leon not being his, uh, you know, powerful self over the weekend. Do you think not having Langford hurts because, you know, having that you know, with him and, and what Rivera has done, that one, two, three, you just can't pitch around guys when you have those three there.
2: It, it well, doesn't one, it guys. doesn't
4: help.
3: <laughs> no, but you also – Curlin leads the team in batting average, yeah. and he's sitting in front right. of them. And then Rivera, You're I mean, he really could have been the SEC player of the week too because that's how good of a weekend he had. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think you lose a little bit when – when he's back, then when you have Curlin, then Langford, and then Cags, and, and it's really tough to kind of pitch around him. But I mean, they still intentionally walked him one time in a pretty big spot, and he was like zero for nine. So I think the fear is still there, but he's just got to get used to seeing the off-speed pitches and figure out what's going on there.
4: Well, what was the, how was his zero for nine? I mean, there's zero for nines where you're stinging the ball right at him, and then there's zero for nines where you're hitting. Uh, yeah, there ball was some, but you know. there
2: was also some bad swings.
3: Yeah, there know. was there was a few pop ups, a couple of ground alts weekly to first on balls he was out in front of. I mean, he still hit line drives like three of them, probably just at dudes. Yeah. So it was a mixed bag. It was just you know I know how he is, and it probably depressed him a little bit and got him down.
4: There you go. Okay, last last question. How much is it? Is anybody. Made themselves more money so far than, than uh, Josh Rivera. No, I, I
3: even defense, said that on the broadcast. I was like, and it wasn't because of the way he was swinging. He made a play going to his left that his was just been, unbelievable. Been so and second
4: base, he knew that yeah. he, he's had the great arm. He's had the good range, solid defensively. He had the, that the, a, a few too many errors his first year, but I mean, you kind of expect the defense. But you know, if you can be a shortstop that can hit. Um, if you know his if his stats are basically pro rate like they are now, mm-hmm. where is he going to be drafted? You know, top five. Oh, I mean, easily
3: been, top three rounds. Yeah,
4: no, I mean top five overall. Oh he, no, he
3: not five. not
2: that high. He didn't have the power well, to to do that. Yeah, but I mean, you he, know,
4: I'm, I'm saying if if I mean just type with that. If he were to continue at this pace, he would finish. Well, with he like hit forty home runs. hit
2: twenty.
3: Roughly he'd have
4: 24 right. he'd have you know, yeah. I mean I, as a shortstop I I don't know I mean I, they always take pictures. you you're right I, anyway all right, well, go gators be safe, one
3: all right porter thank you but no, yeah. he is definitely making some money
2: i uh i did this comparison on my uh podcast of um uh, where where he is right now and where skylar wallace is and they're almost identical stats except she's hitting like 470 with seven homers and he's hitting 420 with Ten I mean,
3: numbers. she is an intern under me, so obviously that's why she's having it's, a good year.
2: Again, it always comes back to how... Well, it's well, I, it's how
3: I motivate them to be better athletes
2: with the way that I go about it. Hey, you need to wash out that cart. <laughs> that, that's an amazing... Pick uh, some range balls out of the woods. Go get them. Amazing effort that you make there. That it is. All right,
3: a lot of amazing things to do over the next uh, hour and a half, so let's get after it. We'll take a break and uh, continue with things you're listening to the tailgate on a Sonic Sound Off Monday.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM,
5: WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Alperstein. Jasmine Moore has been named Indoor Women's Field Athlete of the Year by the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association. This is the second straight year Moore has won the award. Women's NIT second-round action takes place tonight with the Gators heading to Winston-Salem to take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Live coverage of the game begins right here at 5.45. In baseball news, Gators ace pitcher Brandon Sproat has been named the SEC Co-Pitcher of the Week and one of the Collegiate Baseball National Players of the Week. Sproat becomes the third Gator to be named a National Player of the Week following Hurston Waldrip and Jack Caglione. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
6: Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, MealyPops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75, behind Walgreens and Sunnys. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook. Twitter and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop, have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I 75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville and always go Gators. What do you get when you
0: combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Burger, Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
3: Wow, this is a good debate.
0: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating
5: Sonic drive-ins.
3: Well, everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
5: However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Melden Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative.
3: Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City.
5: MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down.
0: From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
3: All right, we back. Kate's here producing today. Jeffrey and Patrick. With you on a Sonic Sound Off Monday, lots to talk about, and apparently you want sound to talk off. today, so let's do it. One, Mike two, joins us next. Hey, Mike, what's off, up?
2: Three, four,
8: guys. We got you. Uh, what was the uh, final score of the second game of the uh, day-night doubleheader? Um, six to three. Right. in Alabama.
3: Yes, six to three. Damn. I was going to give him like. Make him figure it out by giving him numbers, but you blurted it out.
2: Well, because I know it was 4-3 to three going to the ninth, and I'm, and they yeah, hit po- a, pooped the bed there a little bit.
3: Hit a bomb. Hit a two-run bomb. Yeah. I'm still, i
2: am still – I told you off the air, I still think baseball and softball both, I think, are pretty good teams, but I'm not going to know it for a while. i got to see what they do in the conference schedule.
3: Those are fighting words, no. Mike.
8: Yep. Oh, who won the second game? Gators
3: won the first two and Bama won the third one.
8: Oh, and I want to make sure, so no, what I got a, a schedule. So I just fill it out. Okay. Yep. So, you know, we lost the second. We did take the series. We did.
2: Yep. They did in softball too. Beat Missouri after losing the first game, so that was good for them.
8: I tell you what, uh, what. What a great performance from Sprout! You know in the series, over he definitely uh, set the tone for the series.
3: It's the best he's ever thrown here, Mike. It was nice to watch.
8: Now, speaking of game baseball, what's the start time for the FSU game tomorrow?
2: Seven bells. Yep. And it, if you've got to have the ACC
8: network to get it. So,
3: Or you can listen on the radio.
8: Yeah, I'll definitely be listening on the radio tomorrow. It's
3: way better, Mike. I, I,
8: By the I way, is, is, is this our first away game? Third. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: They played at USF and at JU. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. So this is the third. Oh, but they haven't played much on the road. Third bus trip. Mm-hmm. And both those games were predominantly Florida fans, right? You were there. Yeah, yeah there was mm-hmm. a lot. So this game will be definitely, what would you say,
9: 70-30?
2: More that. Yeah, a lot of Florida fans show up for that game because it's our only really nice chance to see them uh, in Tallahassee. So I, uh, maybe 80-20. You
8: know, I like the fact that we're now uh, – Have this series in three different sites in Gainesville, Tallahassee, Jacksonville.
3: I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun.
2: I think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I always both fan bases. the The best crowd, the the Mm -hmm. biggest crowd I ever saw for a Florida baseball game was a Florida FSU home game when Lopes was here. People were Mm -hmm. hanging off the trees. They literally were climbing trees because they couldn't get in. So Mm -hmm. that was a three game series back in those days. Uh, yep. But it was a lot for Florida to be playing three game series against FSU and Miami, and then you get and then you got the thirty game conference schedule. And even though you're still playing three, you're spreading them out, so you, uh, it's a little different. But uh, I do think it's it was a good idea. I don't know whose idea it was.
8: Do you know? Mm-hmm. Was it? Well, I like the idea myself because you know, you can play three different you no know, sites that way. The uh, both fan, fan, fan base can uh, show up at each of the sites.
3: Yeah, and the Jacksonville game is really cool because they it's, mm-hmm. it does really split it fifty fifty. It's really similar to Florida yeah. Georgia, and mm-hmm. you can drink beer, have a good time, and it's always uh, one of my favorite ones.
8: And so now the SEC grind has begun.
3: That it has, Mike. And there was Project- five five different teams that uh, swept, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about.
8: No, no, what uh, now? Next SEC series is on the road.
3: Yep, go to Ole Miss.
8: So that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Correct. So I know what days are coming up for this upcoming series.
3: Yep, that's what it is. Thank you. All right, Mike, appreciate you. And for those that, since I won't be able to be here tomorrow, you can talk about a little bit. Seminoles are uh, struggling right now. They lost two games to UCF during the midweek, and they got pounded. UCF beat them 14-3 and 6-3. to Greg Lovelady, you know who where he played? Remember, remember that name? No. Miami. He was a catcher at Miami. He is the UCF coach. So he he spanked at Tushy for uh, UCF, and then Boston College in Tallahassee came in and won two out of three last weekend.
2: Yeah, I don't think they have one of their better teams. Again, they're in a coaching transition yeah. and it uh but
3: their pitching's good. They just they yeah. can't really hit. So now the Gators who are ranked third now will play them tomorrow and then Virginia they got to go to Virginia who's ranked eighth in the country and then they come back and play the Gators again next Tuesday in and Jacksonville the, right yeah in yeah. Jacksonville and then Miami comes so they're in a little tough stretch actually they got to go to Miami so they're in a tough little stretch right now
2: and their coach is the guy that came from Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. Yeah. Link Jarrett Yeah, he played at for state. I I I blanked on his name there for a minute. But that's, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it gets serious for Florida. I mean, obviously when you go, uh, not only Alabama which was ranked, and then you go FSU, and then you which is obviously a huge series because just because of who it is, then you defending national champs, then FSU again. I mean, it's just for everybody. This is when it gets interesting it really does it real. see what
3: happens all right let's get john to join us next john what's up buddy
10: hey good afternoon guys uh you know it's kind of ironic you talk about fsu you know you had mike martin there for like 80 years and then his son was basically there for a cup of coffee that was kind of kind of ironic Mike Martin
2: holiday. would only have been there for 70 years if he had gotten to the mound a little quicker well, yeah, right, he right, wouldn't right, be right, able right. to be coaching right now. No, he, they would have had the to get The
3: second him. you step out of the dugout, it's a 30-second clock. Uh, there's no way. He, yeah, he I was
4: watching seconds. a little bit of the
10: Kentucky game yesterday, and yeah. they, were doing, they did the same thing. They, they literally followed the, the, the coach out to the mound. So yeah. that was just, I thought that was kind of wild. Uh, Pat, you you were talking about the, you, getting your T-shirts uh, cut off. You remember back in the 70s, I know you about the, the wishbone days. We used to have them. That the players had them tear away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, with Don Gaffney and Wilder and DeBose, Tony Green, man, you'd, you'd see that that pitch out to the wide and they'd be going out of bounds. And you guys, you know, those things get torn off and you did seem like you had to, like, uh, you had a roll of tissue paper t uh, t- or, uh uniforms yeah. that they'd have to the, put on. remember but,
2: Earl Campbell. I mean, he, they took pretty much his whole uniform Oh, my out. gosh. Yeah. But we all those guys had the- abs. So I never had to worry oh, right.
10: about Oh, my that, God, Aaron, right? they well, they're probably in better shape now today. But we did that as kids. You know, you cut your T-shirts, and you go out, and the goal was to, to tear the shirt T-shirt off the guy when you're playing out in the, when you are out in the field. And then you come home, and your parents, are, you know, you're getting, <laughs> you get put on we punishment. We spent
2: for... $30 for that T-shirt.
10: No. Well, the funny thing is we used to buy those T-shirts. My mom would, you know, go to uh, – Was the one of the department stores on 13th Street It was called Wolco. We'd go in there and uh, remember them. It was across the street from the the Gainesville Mall and was on the other side. I
2: totally remember, yeah.
10: And uh, you know, you'd get T-shirts for like two bucks and stuff like that, and that's what you wore. We actually had them uh, early mesh shirts that you'd buy for school, but uh, yeah, I remember back in the day, Mom would you know yell at you. You can't be keep doing that, you know. You can get them put on punishment. But anyway. Um, you know, you're talking about watching all these games. I'm, I'm, you know, like you. I won't. I'm not gonna go out and buy a K State shirt, but I'll, you know, I'm rooting, rooting interest for for Johnson. I I thought he like he had that huge shot yesterday. It was pretty cool. And uh, I have one. Team all right. So
2: what left- if Miami loses? You wouldn't buy a T-shirt there. What if Miami loses in the uh, Elite Eight?
3: Who are they playing? I don't know. Who whoever they're playing. Oh. It would be what yeah. uh, Princeton and Creighton, and I think. Right, How
10: you right.
2: tell you what? I'm telling you, Miami's going to the finals. Yeah. Oh, Houston's going to beat them. No.
10: You know, um, I've I've told you guys this before. You know, the, the, the teams that Florida's lost in, in in the you know the big dance, they always seem to just curl up. Like Creighton beat us that one year. I mean, obviously Butler, I think beat us one year. Um, Gonzaga, remember the first. You know, Sweet Sixteen, they beat it. I mean, it's like it always seems like these teams, you know, that they beat us one time. All of a sudden, they became they all of a sudden they become relevant. Is that just my perception?
2: Well, to a point, we didn't know about Gonzaga, and, and, and Gonzaga right. uh, they beat Florida on that Casey Calvary over the back tip, and that shouldn't have been allowed. Um, and if Eddie Shannon's shot goes in, which it spun out of the hole. Uh, who knows where we we would have gone from there cuz I'm I'm talking about me and the media because we are already in Phoenix it was an unbelievable trip as it was um but uh it, it was kind of the beginning of their start I don't think I don't know how much of it was because they beat Florida but they were they had the right uh, I think it was Dino Altman was their coach then and he was starting to get them going in the right direction and they were able to do that uh you know but for example Manhattan uh, then that, Bob right. What was his name? Bobby Gonzalez was their coach, and he got a good job off of that, but then went nowhere in Manhattan's. Never been heard from again. So there's been yeah. schools like that, you know. Creighton, uh, you know, Florida's game that game, and then but they they kind of got better when McDermott got there. Uh, they, but yeah, it
10: just seems like I've I've seen these teams, and and it just kind of puts a thorn in my side every time I see you know brackets it's like. Creighton what's they doing in here? Oh my God. They, they, they always seem to just show up when, you know, these, these certain teams have beaten us in the past, you know, you know, I remember the one year with, uh, David Lee, we've, uh, we beat Sam Houston by like a hundred to 30. I, I haven't heard. I mean, I saw them in the tournament, you know, just whatever good or bad, but it always seems that like game, that just...
2: game got, uh, our basketball beat writer fired. I'll tell that story after the break. What it's, game was that? The Sam Houston game. It's a great right. story. Um, but the next game they had to play Michigan State they, everybody yeah, yeah. knew what was going to happen in that game Michigan State was going to physical him Anthony Roberson, who was a freshman who had they thought who they thought was going to Michigan State and then he went to to Florida and he was from Michigan and everybody knew he was going to struggle and it, it was like when they got destroyed in fact i remember my lead to the column on that after that game was Christian Dreyer hit a shot with like a minute and a half left in the game. And it was official. Florida was on a run. It was the first <laughs> time they had scored consecutive points in in the game. Right, right. They got destroyed. But we all saw it coming, you know. So there's some like Manhattan didn't see it coming. Creighton, they just had a fist fight in the practice. Brett Nelson's playing with a black eye. You kind of knew that was coming. Um, and then – did I see O six coming? Hell no. <laughs> not even close.
10: Oh no, that or why well, we kinda of felt O seven was, you know, you know, high expect I've saw you on this the new SEC uh um deal. You you like doing those those little excerpts, Pat Here's the
2: thing you know, you- about that, John. Uh when they ask you to do them, 'em, you're always like, Oh God, I'm gonna have to go way out of my way to go do something that I'm not gonna get any money for but then my wife always says Pat, if you don't do it, when they show it, you'll be really mad. Why was I not on that? I covered that team. So go do it. Suck it up for a couple of hours. I did four hours. In fact, I I did find this out over the weekend, Jeff, that football documentary that they're doing with the Tebow team is not going to be on until August on Netflix. Um, They sent me an email about it. I spent four hours filming that. Did I enjoy it? No. But when it shows, uh, I'll go. Hey, that's pretty cool. I was on TV. I was right. on Netflix. Yeah, were you really? Yeah, well, so I mean, I will be when they show that in August. It's going to be on Netflix. I so have gotcha. Been on HBO, Netflix, and you the and, the and Adam tailgate. Sandler are close. And the tailgate, About the same. But Sandler's never that been on the really tailgate. hard
10: knocks.
3: Very true. <laughs> 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 All right, you John. did a
2: hard knocks with at my house right now. It would be great because we've still got people in there hammering stuff. and yeah, doing some renovations. Stuff, yeah. That's what it's all about. There you about. go. There you go. Hey, guys, great show. All right, John. And we, and we still have two dogs, one yeah, more than we normally tough. have. Tomorrow he's out. He, uh, her, she's out. It's a beautiful dog. I love her very much, but she's crapped on the floor twice. That's not good. No, not good at all. You train a dog for so long to be good. And then you, all of a sudden, another dog shows up and goes, "Eh."
3: Yep, <laughs> that's what they do. Marking their territory. All right, we are uh, in studio marking our territory. We've got to step aside for a second. We'll come back and uh, keep things going. You're listening to The Tailgate.
0: From the College of Journalism and Communications,
3: ESPN 98. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC0430. All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio. But one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry but ladies love jewelry so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks jewelry do all the work now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when of course you're in the doghouse and either way Oaks Jewelry's got you. they've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable so many beautiful things she'll look amazing in and you don't have to do a thing They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make. From the UF
0: Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
7: After a mostly sunny day, we'll see mostly clear skies through the overnight, and that's going to allow for temperatures to fall generally into the upper 30s and low 40s by early tomorrow morning. Despite the cool start to the day, we'll see highs climb into the low and mid-70s tomorrow, a little closer to where we should be for this time of the year. We'll continue the warming trend through the rest of this week. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard.
0: Keyshawn, J. Will,
7: and Max. (laughs) Harry Douglas. Harry, I found the um, the lost tapes of Joseph Keyshawn oh, Johnson God. this morning, uh, where Key was a, an interior designer. <laughs> what? Tackling design with Keyshawn Johnson. Would you remember that Keyshawn designed the interior of your home? Oh no. Oh no, no, no. Key,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, W-R-U-F. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98. one FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
11: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and
12: anywhere in the world on the WRUF
11: radio app.
3: All right, we welcome you back, Duels and Dozo, and uh, J-HUD watching <laughs> Jennifer Hudson <laughs> on the TV today. So it's big day.
2: It, it I I mean with the sound off, it looks like the worst show in the world. <laughs> with the sound on, it must be just hideous. Yeah. Can't I mean there was people. a guy a little while ago with a little crown, crown. on. What was that about? I have no idea. Now, I mean they always have really attractive people on there, but I just don't know who they are. Yeah. yeah. All right. You but, could go out here in the, in on the sidewalk in Gainesville and get the same
3: Very easily. Level
2: of uh, beautiful women.
3: Well, speaking of uh, being attractive, look, our next caller is uh, just that. I've seen him in person. Little Juice, what's up? I saw Little Juice the other day.
2: I saw you the other
3: day, didn't I? I?
2: Yeah. uh,
13: Yes, you did. And I looked in the mirror this morning, and I thought I looked pretty good too.
2: Dang
3: right.
13: (laughs) (laughs) I said, I said, don't you ever die? There you go. (laughs) Actually, the tournament, the basketball tournament, I really found myself. Maybe the Gators. We had a tough league. It wasn't easy. I mean, we, there was a lot of good teams in our league, and I really found myself pulling. I did, I was not pulling for Kentucky, and not so much Missouri necessarily. But I really found myself pulling for Tennessee. I was pulling for Arkansas and I, um and I was, Alabama. I was definitely it,
2: pulling for Arkansas. Believe me, that was yeah, I mean, that it, was to me please. the biggest, the most important game for Florida, mm-hmm. because that means that the The streak goes on. Nobody has won the uh, back-to-back. So that was I was rooting hard for them. Uh, Obviously, I wasn't rooting for Kentucky, but the the team that mystifies me, little juice, is Texas A&M. How they could play so hard all year and then just totally lay down in the NCAA tournament? I I, they were they were awful. They couldn't do anything right. Well, I think we saw
13: some. Like I thought, Michigan State looked. I mean, for 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 a Tom Izzo team, those players are pitiful. I mean, they, they, well, I mean, you're in can't the Sweet Sixteen, so though. Yes, I know it, but I I just it's, it's really odd. It was it was a great tournament. I watched a lot of basketball, of course. And and it's it's a little juice. It's media. all
2: about matchups. Who who do you play, and do you have the guys that can all of a sudden turn that notch up? Not everybody can do it. And I'm going to talk about somebody that does it in a little bit, but not every player can go from okay conference tournament is fine, SEC play is fine, but now it's the NCAA's. And you you saw guys crying openly. I mean, hundreds of players sobbing after they lost those games. And some guys can turn it up. Some guys can't. And uh, we the the teams the 16 teams that are survived have turned it up
13: one one of the most most you probably know him a coach smart at marquette yeah. i mean what a, what a what a career and that guy is so level uh, i mean you always tell, you always tell, don't get too high too low uh, and he seems like he's really good and but his career itself i mean at texas at, at i mean he got some fantastic places and stuff but I, I just think he's so comfortable in his own skin and it's hard not to cheer for him, also. Um, well, you have to wait till next was, year
3: now.
2: <laughs> yeah, since they bought out. But even yeah, Dusty May. I mean, a guy that was here, obviously, amazing that two teams in the state of Florida are still in the Sweet Sixteen. And yeah. Either one of them is the uh, the Florida or FSU. Yeah. The two teams that have been yeah. probably the best over the last ten years. Uh, what did you,
13: and one last any comments on Ennis uh, Spru- Brook? You know, well, I only
2: watched a little bit of it. I I did hear about Spieth missing the four footer that, and I don't know why he's got there. It's I I think it's a little mental with him now. He's missed so many four footers that mattered lately. Yeah, but he's
3: he's playing good. He's playing great. And it's fun yeah. to have him relevant yeah, again. I exactly. think that that's been good. It wasn't a ginormous field, but Justin Thomas was in it, and some other big ones that he was able to contend with. So we have just so wasn't weeks any drama until the Masters. Yeah,
2: yeah.
13: I was pulling for Shank. Uh, I don't know why. I just kind of was for the underdog a little tiny bit, um, but he couldn't. Well, actually, if you either. do,
2: if you pull the ball, it does tend to shank. You know, you you tend to hit it to the right. There you
13: go. So. When I pull, <laughs> on, it usually goes longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. I'll talk to you later. All right, little juice. Appreciate it. My <laughs> guy.
2: Let's I thought about getting some beef shank after watching him play. Yeah, I, I, it's great that a guy could be on the tour named Shank. Yeah, even though That's it's E N K. But
3: yes. well, it's like Bob Walk being a pitcher,
2: or uh, Duffy, Duffy Waldorf being a golfer. Yeah, uh,
3: or Jake being a caller. What's up, Jake?
9: Jake is well, Pat. You know, I I ate my words. I'm really pissed off. You know, I told you I thought Purdue had a real good chance to maybe go all the way this year. But I'll tell you what, I'm from there, and Matt Painter, you think we get we get people mad here when we lose football games? They're calling for Matt Painter's head up there in Indiana, bud. Uh, that they was should. The I mean, there's no way you can job, lose that anybody game. Just, I mean, it was the worst coaching I've ever seen.
2: It wasn't but good. It and they've got a track record of. I mean, in fact, the game I talked about on the podcast today was the '07 game against Purdue, when I got physically ill before the game, and I I said that was the worst moment in my journalism career because I was I was so nervous about a game that I'm not supposed to care about, right? Florida and Purdue, and Florida pulled it out, and I was like, man, I hope Matt Painter's not around too much longer because he he he's he's a great coach and. Just can't get it done for some reason in the postseason.
9: No, they've lost to fourteen, I think, or thirteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Saint Peter. So if he loses, if he loses
2: to a fourteen, he would have the grand slam of ineptitude, right?
9: Yeah, he, he's he's terrible, <laughs> and it's a shame because uh, I mean he he didn't play Eddie right at all. Eddie right at all. I mean they shut him down and. The, the guard turned over about seven. Smith turned it over about seven times. And just the best shooter on the team they had on the bench, Lawyer, he finally was the only one that could hit a couple threes. I think they were something like four out of 26 for threes. It was just it was pathetic. I mean, to lose it to it was a team bad. like that, is just.
2: It was bad. We were, we were all, other than you, we were all rooting for the uh, for the other team. but um...
9: For FD. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but but I mean, I I did feel the pain. I, I that's the thing about the NCAA tournament. I think Jeff will agree with me on this. You don't feel the pain when Georgia comes in here and Florida beats them and those players walk out. You don't feel any pain there. But when you lose in the tournament, man, it is just devastating and these guys take it so hard.
9: Um Yeah, because this was their chance. This was yeah. these guys' chance to go. You know, and just to have really? it go down the drain like that. Was, but I just—you got two I, how ones do you, out. How do yeah. you
3: have a seven foot four guy? Their tallest guy is six seven, and he takes one shot in thirteen minutes down the stretch. That's dumb. That, that's bad coaching. Yeah, it's, crazy. Yeah. It's, just, it's crazy. I mean, it's—I it, it, mean, it's I inexplicable. I'd kick my own ass if I watched yeah. that game afterwards and realized that that's what I did as a coach. It's horrible.
9: Well, if you want you me you to kick it long, for you, I'll be happy to do it. Yeah, because so these people are really pissed off up there real bad.
2: Yeah, I, I don't blame them. Like I said, it's like <laughs> us, you
9: know. We get beat by Florida Southern or someone like like that, you know. So
6: well, I remember
2: I, when, they, when they lost to Florida Atlantic and everybody's like,
9: how can we lose to
2: Florida Atlantic? That's ridiculous. Yeah, they're good.
3: Now they're in the Sweet yeah. 16. Kennesaw State
2: yeah. lost to them. Yeah.
3: Remember, they were good. Yep. Yeah. So.
9: Oh, yeah. Well, it's a funny ball bounce is funny and – Coaches like that, they just need to go somewhere else. This is all I'm saying. That they do. Uh Anyway, guys, enjoy the show. Thanks, Thanks,
2: Jake. Appreciate it. The movement is starting to get rid of Matt Painter down here in
3: games. We're making it happen. Yeah. Would you get rid of uh, your boy in Arkansas for taking off his shirt? What do you think about that?
2: I, I I think my my, and and again, this may seem old school to you, but. It's about the players, not the coach. Yeah, I'm, I'm why, you. why do you ta- why yeah. do you make it about you? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, as much as I like fun and all that stuff, I, I think that's bad. That's a bad look. If it happened here and it was if it was Todd Golden, we'd all be going. oh, It was great. He showed enthusiasm, but no, I don't know if I would. I, I, I like, wouldn't either. That's I, not, like that's
3: not what a coach should do. No. And now if he's if he did what Bruce Pearl did, and he's sitting in the stands watching but a game. But that was that's a women's funny, game, right? Too. That's yeah. fine. It's that was but, different. I mean, taking your shirt off and you're the coach, and then you got to go to a press conference, all that. No, he was Come on. He
2: got a little too excited,
3: but he did that last
2: year too. He's he's a nut. He's very much. Although he did marry well, I will say that yeah, I did. I did not know about his wife until oh, I just kept seeing her in the stands, and I kind of googled to find out who she was, and she was an ESPN anchor and everything. She yeah. She's beautiful. He did. I I could. I got really upset that he ended up getting to marry her. He
3: outkicked his coverage.
2: Totally. I mean that (laughs) ball, let me tell you what, he kicked it from his own end zone and the ball went out of the stadium. (laughs) All right, we're out of here. I
3: can say the same thing. Yes, we're out of here for just a few minutes though. Come back and wrap up the first hour you are listening to the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM W R U F
6: Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team hit the road in an in-state rivalry matchup against Florida State on Tuesday. After his complete Game 1 hitter against Alabama, Brandon Sprout was named SEC Pitcher of the Week. In Gators track and field, Jasmine Moore has been named the Indoor Women's Field Athlete of the Year for the second consecutive year more-earned first-team All-American in All-SEC honors as she became the first woman to clear the 15-meter in the triple jump and the 7-meter in the long jump indoor. In women's college hoops, the Florida Gators take on Wake Forest in the women's NIT in Winston-Salem. The winner of this matchup will take on the winner of Auburn and Clemson. Coverage of this game begins today at 545. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Roth.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM,
3: 850 AM WRUF. big mills is a small place with a big taste the holidays are here and as much as we like friends and family coming over sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo poo Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse. Because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with A.C., and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to.
11: Think you have to travel to New York or Los Angeles to get a deal on a five-carat colorless diamond in a -a one-of-a-kind designer setting? What if I told you people from those cities came here for these exquisite pieces of jewelry? Here to International Diamond Center. Welcome to the IDC Prestige Collection, a truly breathtaking array of large, rare diamonds, two carats and up, hand-picked for maximum brilliance and certified by the GIA. In addition, International Diamond Center is one of only 14 dealers in the world offering De Beers Forevermark Exceptional Diamonds, featuring magnificent diamonds 5 carats and up, including the rarest and most exquisite diamonds on the planet. The IDC Prestige Collection and the Forevermark Exceptional Diamond Collection are for the discriminating shopper with refined taste and uncompromising standards. No need to travel or have it flown in from a broker. It's all here. Every day, one of America's most impressive displays of large, rare diamonds, along with the most sought-after designs. Designer rings in the world. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point, across from the theaters.
0: The big screen, the atmospheric lighting, the unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, at my house. Oh, yes. Very nice.
3: Get the home theater
0: you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy
9: Napier. And you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF,
2: and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, Jeffrey, I asked this question of both uh, Coach Furrier and Robbie Andrew on the podcast today, which is up all the places always available. This may Is this the quietest spring football practice you've ever seen at Florida? It's only been a week. I've heard nothing. What have you heard? A lot. What? Name one thing. All the players? <laughs> Are they shown up?
3: No. I mean, the Mertz has actually been really good. Against air?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: i heard that. I actually saw some of the football coaches at the uh, baseball game.
2: It's just still um, been quiet. Friday, they had the week off. That's why. Well, I know, but it's still been quiet. It's just been kind of like, eh, we're not giving you access. And uh, again, for me, it doesn't matter. I don't have need access, but yeah.
3: And they they did announce today officially, though I knew this three weeks ago that Pro Day was the thirtieth. Yeah. So, need opportunity to see what they can do,
2: see what AR can do. Oh, he'll kill it at pro day. I would, here's what I would do. I would say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to line up different defenses to face you and and put all your receivers. I mean, we're going to go full scrimmage. You're not know, going to get hit, but we're going to go full scrimmage and watch what he does. And then we we'll go, How? Oh. Yeah, so why would they do that? I know, but they would, wouldn't you want to know if you were a NFL team? Yeah. But, but thing, all you have to do is turn on the tape and go or but there are yeah. there are flashes oh, if you turn on the tape nobody nobody's had as good of flashes in in his career as Anthony Richardson yeah,
3: when you look at the tape yeah but then you look at the tape the other but way and
2: if you look at the whole thing hmm. you're going to also go eh, i don't know That's that's risky i I saw a thing over the weekend where they think now that you could have the first four picks be quarterbacks we shall see all right we got to uh pause
3: for the top of the hour, we'll come back and uh, get after it for 40 minutes when we come back here on The Tailgate.
0: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. On the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN, 981 FM, 850. You spoke, we listened.
14: You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how Ghettos got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself.
11: That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow, highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to, you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics, they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation.
2: Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550.
3: Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400- 4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida.
5: We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident.
3: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
5: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, meldenlaw.com.
3: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
14: this program is paid for by talking reds llc
0: the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat Dooley
3: is on the air let's do it
0: It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You
1: know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it.
0: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot, and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff
8: and Pat.
2: All right, welcome back. Second hour of the show brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. It's also your Sonic Sound Off Monday. Right? Did I get that right? Did I you do anything right there? Good. proud of you. I'm getting used to this with all the st- other stuff I do. But um, certainly, uh, I it, it feels weird tonight, Jeff. What am I going to watch? <laughs> I feel like for the last five days or so, we've had just this bomb- bombarded with Gator baseball Gator. I watch... Some of the Gator softball games. All right. Uh, did you watch yes.
3: any of the World Baseball Classic?
2: I did. Okay. How
3: cool was that? One inning. Like energy-wise and just atmosphere and everything else that was going on. Yeah, but that I... It was d- awesome.
2: It doesn't matter what happens. Why doesn't it? It just doesn't matter. I I, I could...
3: They were interviewing a lot of the players. Now, the, the Americans didn't say this, but a lot of the other countries, they said, what what is... I don't say so if it was more important or the word they used. What would you rather do, play in this and win it or win a World Series? And like 85% of people said they'd rather win the World Baseball Classic than a World Series.
2: They messed up. That's not right. You want to win the World Series.
3: But not to those people that have grown up in a country where it means so much to play baseball. And that's all they've ever known. I think it's awesome. I think they've had a lot of fun. I mean, you see the excitement of the America when when Trey Turner hit that grand slam to win. Like you, sh- you saw Mike Trout and you saw all these other guys like acting like it was the greatest yeah, thing ever.
2: That's because they're there. If right? you're, once you show up for something, you have to show up. And if you show up, you got to have play and and be a um, a teammate. Yeah. And but
3: do you see how not everybody shows up? It's just weird to me because now. It's like Trey Turner's of Philly. He's a member of the. I
2: couldn't even tell you who he played for. I know he was with the Dodgers, right? At one point. At one point. No. No, he was.
3: Yes. Um,
2: But it's like. And then you got
3: like Pete high-fiving him, who's on the Mets. Like, and they're supposed to like hate each other. You know, it's like that. And and Alonzo had a big RBI single yesterday. I think you
2: know this: pro players don't hate each other. In any sport, they love each other. They're they're all in it together. They'll fight. They'll they'll battle. They'll they'll get mad at each other. But for the most part, pro players once you get in the pros, you love it. you love everybody. You love your brothers, and because you're all in it together, yeah. and you're all in the same meetings together, uh, with the NFLPA or the uh, you know Major League Baseball Player Association, you're always talking about that. Same with golf. I mean, they're going head to head. It's Rory versus Jordan coming down the stretch, but the bottom line is then they go sit in a meeting and decide policy, you know. So once you get into the pros, it it changes a little bit.
3: And it does. Well, nothing changes with us. Same number, 392-8255. Jeff joins us to kick off the hour. Hey, Jeff, what's up?
1: What's up, gentlemen? Hey. Hey, I uh, just wanted to uh, uh, touch on Matt Painter. I think we're probably all being a little bit... Harsh on him, um, you know. And I understand his losing streak in the in the NCAA tournament, but he said before the game, he said, "Listen, you know, uh, I think that Varley Dickens is going to try to double and triple uh, Matt, and we're just going to throw out perimeter. Doesn't make sense to try to get him to force the ball up uh, when you know he's got a less than 50% chance of making it." When we can find a guy that's wide open on the perimeter, it just so happened that the um, the perimeter shooters for Purdue uh, just didn't produce. When I mean, they were four for 26, and they had a more open looks than you could imagine in a lifetime. I mean, they, they, these guys missed probably 12 uh, toe ups from the line, and you know, and so to me it's more bad luck than it is just Matt Painter's incompetence. I think that's ridiculous to say that.
2: Yeah, but you've got to be better than that. You've
1: got to be uh yeah. that's that's like You're the
2: number 1 C. Yeah, and that's that's like telling um back when
3: David Robinson or Patrick Ewing or Akeem or Shaq, oh, don't, let's not throw it inside because they're going to double team him. No, that's not what's going to happen. You're going to go to your best player. Yeah, so it's I, also, I don't really it, agree with it's that. It's
2: also four first round eliminations in the last 9 years. Yeah. So. That's that's what I think it's, it's, if this was a fluky thing, that's two in the last 3 years. So if it was a fluky thing, it'd be one thing, but uh when you go 29-6, people expect a lot more of you, but uh I I look, I, I Matt Painter's probably not going anywhere. There's there's there are fans that want Calipari. Calipari's not going anywhere. All these people who think Calipari's going to leave—I didn't even realize this—and it was I was listening to a radio show today, Jeff, and Kermit Davis was talking about it. I didn't know he had this deal. He's got a li- this lifetime right, contract, sir. but he gets nine hundred thousand a year when he leaves Kentucky for life, just to be an <laughs> ambassador, just to be a spurrier. A Spurrier's not getting nine hundred thousand. He's getting a l- little bit. But yeah, like, but
3: the the problem with Calipari that I have and. and Jeff humored for a second. It's every time you hear him talk, it seems like it's not about winning now. It's like, oh, I want to make these guys better for the next level. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's so. Why? Why would you would say that? Yeah,
3: why would yeah. you stand that if you're a Kentucky fan? No, we want to win yeah. now. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're not
2: about development. No,
3: we don't yeah. care about guys going to the next level. And and well, every time yeah, he talks, that's what he says. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: You're absolutely right, Jeff. But. I think what he's doing is he's loosening up that next recruiting class and saying, hey, you know, I'm going to take care of you. And and that's why he's got the number one uh, um, class coming in this year. Now they're all going to be 17- and 18-year-olds, and so he's not going to win. You, you know what? It, it, he, ha-
2: he had a guy, okay, I looked all, all these stats up. He had a guy on his team the last two years who had sixty? I think it was sixty-three points and fifty-nine rebounds, and he went one and two in those games. That is ridiculous. Yeah. That is not being a good coach.
3: No, and, and he's got nil now, so he can get anybody he wants because you know that Kentucky's going to pay yeah. for it.
2: But they that team that they had was unbelievable in terms of pure talent. Yep. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't defend, and they, they didn't play defense all year. Um, and and I I blame that on him. And if he's going to He's going to talk about how well Swayze. We got him ready to go to the NBA. Well, crap! I don't. I don't care about that. If I am a Kentucky fan, I am. I am not really happy right now.
1: Yeah, think Kentucky fans, as you know, Pat, are extraordinarily spoiled, and they're they're not going to put up with it for you know for a you know protracted period of time, and so you know here is here um, is uh has won one. one uh, tournament game in four years, uh, he, I mean, he's got to be way up on him because uh, I mean, that's Kentucky basketball. You know, it's, it's not, you know, just some middle pack SAC team. No, I mean, this is it a, is,
2: it is, and I, I heard somebody talking about this today. It was a really good point that when they had that big feud in the summer where Calipari says, hey, we're a basketball school. We need to get more NIL money. He's right. They are a basketball school. If you gave Al uh, Kentucky fans, the choice of winning the national championship in basketball and football, they take the basketball, and 90% of them would. That's what matters to them up there. Uh, football, what Stoops has done has been great, but to take them to a level, but that they probably hit the, the ceiling. Um, but for, for me, I, I just I love rooting against them, but it is amazing that that team, especially when you got a guy like Cason Wallace, and you got, I don't think Reeves even scored, but two or three four points maybe in the game yesterday, uh, who was, is a great player. When you've got a guy like Toppin, who is a glue player for your team, you've got a guy who gets 63 and 59 over three games. Um, you shouldn't be out in no. three games. I mean, twice in three games. games—that That's ridiculous. That's not doing a good job as a coach.
1: Yeah. I can concur with you completely. Um, Hey, touch on another thing. Uh, you know, today, uh, listen to Mark Wise on. Uh, they do that. Mark and uh, Steve do that basketball show in the morning, um, and Mark said, "Listen, we we've got to have. You pretty much have to have seventy-five percent of your, of your recruiting class as as portal players now, because you can't just bring in freshmen." hope they'll stay long enough for you to beat anybody you better bring in some 22 year olds
2: yeah i thought billis made a great point today um and that he said he's never found the right mix of portal and recruits Mm -hmm. Um, they've gotten great portal players we a portal guy i mean i thought severe wheeler now again he's been hurt was it and toppin's a portal guy i mean the base, and then they've got these great recruits, and they're going to have a great recruiting class next year. But why do, does anybody think it's going to get better? He can't seem to mix them together properly. They win a lot of games, but don't forget, in the last three years, they had the worst regular season ever and the worst uh, tournament loss yeah. ever. And he had Schwiebway and won one game with him. And the, and the, that's ridiculous. And Schwiebway yeah, playing at it, a high level in all those games. So now I'm, I look. I give him Calipari. He can stay there for. as long. I hope he stays there forever.
1: Yeah, but the, he's going to continue to go up on him. It's going to be interesting what the the uh, Kentucky fan base uh, kind of decides because they they could put a lot the pressure yeah. in AD. They, they don't. But, they. I. I don't. I don't.
2: I don't think they they they're going to do anything about it. But uh, we. I tell you what we do. We have to get a break, uh, Jeff. We have to get a break because we have to get out of here a little bit early, so we'll take a break. We'll come back. we still got two more segments, but we do have to get a break. We'll do that. When we come back, I do want to talk about somebody over the weekend that did not choke, and I'm going to talk to Jeff about the clutch gene. Sounds good. All right, we'll do that and more here on the Tailgate ESPN.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN
6: 98, one FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Rothman, the Florida Gators baseball team hit the road for an in-state rivalry matchup against Florida State on Tuesday. Brandon Sprout was named SEC Pitcher of the Week for the Gators after his complete Game 1 hitter against Alabama. In Gators track and field, Jasmine Moore was named the Indoor Women's Field Athlete of the Year for the second straight year. Moore earned first-team All-American honors as she became the first woman to clear the 15-meter in the triple jump and 7-meters in the long jump indoors. In women's college hoops, the Florida Gators take on Wake Forest in the women's NIT in Winston-Salem. The winner of this matchup will take on the winner of Auburn and Clemson. Coverage of this game begins at 545 today. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN
0: 981 FM,
3: 850 AM WRUF appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net.
7: Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs)
3: All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about, is jewelry but ladies love jewelry so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks jewelry do all the work now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when of course you're in the doghouse and either way Oaks Jewelry's got you. they've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable so many beautiful things she'll look amazing in and you don't have to do a thing They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in north central Florida.
5: We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident.
3: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
5: Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com.
0: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
2: All right, we are back here on the tailgate, and I hope you guys had as much fun as I did this weekend. Of course, it was my wife's birthday party out at Spurs. We had a blast out there. They were incredible, um, and the food was everything. Everything was just – couldn't couldn't have asked for it to be better. But one of the things that we were watching the night before, and to me, of all the great things I watched this weekend, I enjoyed everything – uh, was the SEC gymnastics championship up in Duluth which I've been there I went there one year nice. to Duluth nice. and uh it's uh you know just Atlanta basically but it was it's actually a pretty cool place um and watching it I literally got a little emotional at the end when Trini Thomas records her second 10 of the night to to basically win it to win the SEC championship. They probably would have won anyway because um they had a big lead. They 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 were unbelievable. I I, I even said to Karen I go, I hope they haven't peaked too early. <laughs> but but that's not the way they do it. They they peak up to that level and then they continue to go. Yeah. But it, it got me thinking and I said this to to my wife. I said I'm just glad she's on my team Be- because there's some Athletes that have that clutch gene, I believe in the clutch gene. not everybody believes in the clutch gene, but I believe that there is a gene that makes you play at an incredibly high level when the when it's the lights are brightest. Not everybody can do it and you've seen a million guys who couldn't do it. Yeah. lights got too bright for them. Trinity Thomas may be the gr- the greatest athlete in the history of this program in any sport in any sport. When you think about it, she's one ten away from tying the all-time record. Yeah, in NCAA For any history. NCAA yeah. history.
3: It's, I mean, she's special, and it obviously is special what she's been able to do. And I think you're right. I mean, we've seen so many athletes over the years attempt to continue things or just come up clutch or just do it, and they, and they can't. And she always just rises to the occasion. It's nuts to think about, it. and hopefully we're not, you know, jinxing it. We're just stating the facts. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. She's that good of an athlete and just has so much fun doing it. Just the, the work ethic is there. Like for those that don't know oh, yeah. how well she trains and the stuff that she has to go through to, to be a part of it and the sweetest person ever too. So it's, Humble, uh, it's
2: awesome. Very, I mean, I've talked to her, uh, I've interviewed her probably seven or eight times. Just one of the nicest people you could ever ask for, um, to come back this year and do what she's doing and have, and when you come back from something again, last, don't forget, last year she got hurt mm-hmm. and um wasn't that's why they couldn't win huh? yeah that's why they didn't win uh this year she's been stayed healthy so far and we don't again don't want to jinx her is there any wood is that just formica i got a knock on something, something. <laughs> your head there you go right there there you go uh but it, it's to watch her every time out you kind of go well you know she might eh, and it's just she nails it. I mean, two tens in the SEC championship. Yeah, they that. weren't giving those out for
3: you know with candy. No, and here. it's distracting with the music playing oh, on the floor and everything you got to do to concentrate. So
2: we've been to we went when they were, when it was in Jacksonville and and Karen was saying I've never seen anything like this. Where how do you do how do you do backflips on a four inch bar or four inch beam? And there's meanwhile there's music and people screaming over in the other side. Yeah, the NCAA is even ten times worse. Yeah. But no problem. She just sloughs it off. Yeah. I, I, she is in my. I, I one day I'll, I'll sit down and do my top ten favorite favorite oh, favorite yeah. favorite athletes. Because I mean I put Joe in there yeah. and, and Joe and, and to be honest with you, Bridget Sloan was one of them uh, and still mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. But I don't know Trinity may have surpassed her.
3: All right. So basically, Trinity is a complete opposite of everything we just said of the Cattleman. So let's talk to him. Mikey, what's up?
15: Mars Madness, greetings, man. Yep. Hey, guys, I agree with you. Those gymnasts are amazing athletes. Uh, I don't see how they do it.
2: I no, guess they uh, I have some
15: springs in the floor. I guess they have some springs in the floor, though, right? Well, they do so in the,
2: uh, out of nothing. They do on the floor exercise. That's the only one, but, uh, you know, up on a podium. But it is pretty amazing. And yeah. it's uh, to me, you can't putt with people making noise, but you can do a backflip on a four inch beam with people making
15: noise. Yeah, and I'm jealous of you guys. My team doesn't have a gym program. I, the you know I think the gymnasts usually look a lot better than most of these horse-faced basketball players I see. I wish I could go watch some gymnastics.
2: What? Yeah, why does Tennessee not have gymnastics? So nothing
15: that it matters. But the word was Pat Summitt didn't want the uh, competition.
14: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Who
15: cares? Yeah, I, I kind of like looking at those gym, gymnasts. They're usually pretty good-looking women too. Hey, guys, um, we got two shows this time of year. we got March Madness, which is generally pretty well covered. We'll say one thing on that. Um, you remember old Bum Phillips there with uh, the Houston Oilers there, Pat?
9: Yep,
2: I do very well, yeah.
15: Kick the damn door down.
2: Yeah. That's
15: what we're trying to do up here, but that's not why I was calling. you
2: calling about so the women's basketball the- team?
15: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that. Yeah, the other one there. But, um, guys, well, uh, I, I did not see careful. that
2: one coming, to be honest with you. I thought Duke was playing so well – I love Filipowski, um, but I, I give Tennessee all the credit. They they were the better team that day.
15: Yeah, well, uh, you know, Keontae Johnson, big shot in that Kansas State game. They're the three seed, and don't ever sleep on Izzo. I guess with uh, Beheim being retired, I think is probably the, the king of March performance now. Been multiple yeah, I fours. heard a
2: stat on him that was unbelievable, and I can't remember what it was. I need to look it up uh, before tomorrow's show. Yeah. But it, back, it was an incredible in the, uh, stat about yeah, how many in, games he's won. In the uh, in the tournament.
15: Won it all. Been to multiple Final Fours. Michigan State kind of little brother, supposedly, to Michigan. In the Sweet 16 as a 7 seed this year. Guy does it every year this time. But, guys, I want to go the other way here a little quickly on the, the not-so-sexy thing we talk about a lot this time of year, and that's the coaching carousel. Guys, Um, the big splash in the pond already. Of course, Chris Beard to Ole Miss. Been kind of interesting, kind of quiet on the uh, coach, uh, the musical chairs, I guess is the best way to put it. Is it official with Patino and St. John's yet? It is. Okay. Um, Well, in football, you know, we talk about the Power Five. I think in in basketball we have to call it the the Power Six because we don't pay much attention to the Big East, but a lot of years the Big East is the best conference. They just show up this time of year.
2: They're tied with the SEC for the most teams still alive, Yeah. yeah.
15: Yeah, so I think you have to take Big, uh, big East basketball openings seriously, very seriously. So the best I can tell, guys, we've got the Texas schools, Texas and Texas Tech, um, got uh, Notre Dame, Cal, and Providence needs a coach now. And so that's pretty. That's five pretty high-profile openings. Where did Ed openings. Cooley go? Uh, he went to Georgetown, right? Uh,
2: is that done? Is that a done deal?
15: I think that's, I think that's official. You okay. all can check me out.
2: I, I knew he was talking to Georgetown. Yeah. And he just feels and like usually, the, the ceiling's a little bit higher there.
15: Yeah. Usually this time of year we see one coach, um, wonder if it's Dusty May this year, that parlays a Sweet 16 or better into a big job. Wonder if he's going to gonna get a big uh, a job jump opportunity. Here. Yeah,
2: that's a good question. I mean, again, he's, you know, obviously what he's done this year is pretty impressive, and um, he very well could, yeah.
8: I
15: don't know if he's got the resume for something like Texas, uh, but then, heck, maybe he could go to the Final Four. Sometimes it gets really crazy. Like uh, the, what? Uh, Laronega took what George Washington to the Final Four. George Mason. One yeah. year. Yeah. George Mason. So sometimes it gets. They wild. ran into the he mighty
2: Gators, but uh, yeah, they were that team. They beat a one seed, I want to say, um, to get there. Yeah, that was. And and Laronega, I mean, he's a really good coach. Um, yeah. He, he, right now, I mean, again, I picked Alabama and Miami to play for the national title. I I'm staying yeah. with it.
15: But obviously still interested with Texas coming into the league. What's Texas going to do? I wouldn't think money's an option there. wonder if uh, Calipari's still talking with him on back channels through his agent or whatever. Um, I still don't
2: see that. Does. I don't see Calipari leaving Kentucky. I, I just don't see it. The money is so good, and he's got that life lifetime deal. He's going to get $900,000 after he leaves Kentucky um, to be an ambassador. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see it, but you may be right.
15: Yeah, and and Pat, you probably know this. Uh, he's got supposedly even for them a really hot recruiting class coming in too. It's number, number one, one player, yeah. in America.
2: number one class. Yeah. yeah.
15: But Kentucky fans, as we all know, are as fanatical if I can spit it out as Alabama football fans. At some point, they'll throw a brick through your window, and tell you to get out of town. You know, the money. Yeah. You know, that, that's how those people are. But uh, and then one other guy, that I've mentioned of two or three times. I'm still kind of interested in Notre Dame. You know, with the Billy Donovan stuff, I took a look over the break. I think he's four games under, or maybe four or seven under five hundred with the Bulls now. Um, they might or might not make the playoffs as a ten seed out of the NBA. They got that what fourteen play in deal in the NBA or whatever yeah, it is.
2: They, they're probably they're so, hoping just to make the play in. I don't. I, I talked to some people this weekend. and I got the impression that was not a possibility
15: yeah well, um until Notre Dame hires a coach, I think you have to consider it a possibility, but you know when Texas, I don't know about Texas Tech but and, and Cal for all the snickering about Cal, it is the University of California, so I mean there's still some kind of high profile jobs, and there' some of these schools need a coach wonder where they're going to come from,
2: yeah, we'll see it'll be interesting. there's no doubt about it. This is the yeah, stat on. on uh go ahead. all right, thanks a lot, uh Tennessee Mike. this is the stat on Izzo um uh, 16 career wins as the lower seed in the NCAA tournament. Nobody's ever done that. And and Now, again, back in the 50s and 60s, I don't even know if there were seeds, but um, 16 times he has won as the lower seed, which is an all-time record. I, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. We got to get a break. I do know that we got to get a break, and when we come back, we we'll only have about eight minutes, seven minutes to go until we have to break for women's basketball. Of course, they play tonight against uh, Wake Forest up in Winston Salem uh, in the NIT uh, women's tournament. So we'll uh, we'll take David when we get back to. Until then, we got to get a break, and we'll be right back with more on the tailgate here on ESPN.
0: Flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM,
3: WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands, and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time, it's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care.
7: after a mostly sunny day, we'll see mostly clear skies through the overnight, and that's going to allow for temperatures to fall generally into the upper 30s and low 40s by early tomorrow morning. Despite the cool start to the day, we'll see highs climb into the low and mid 70s tomorrow, a little closer to where we should be for this time of the year. We'll continue the warming trend through the rest of this week from the UF Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard.
9: And now the, the,
0: the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan
3: Patrick. Ah! Uh,
0: Dan Jay Billis, for all that great information you gave us as you ruined our brackets. Arizona
4: is my Chargers. Because every year I go, God, Chargers, man, that's a talented roster there. Arizona is the Chargers
0: of college basketball. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Sean, will and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
14: This is the Voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
2: You know, there's been so much to talk about today, uh, including uh, the NCAA tournament. Um, We talked a a little bit about Trinity Thomas. Probably should talk more about her and what Florida – and again, Trinity Thomas, you can't win it by yourself. You've got to have a star, and and usually what you need in the NCAA tournament are two stars. Uh, And Florida, when they've won it, it was Bridget Sloan, Keetra Hunter – we talked about that. We, we didn't even talk about the fact that softball had a great walk-off win uh, against Missouri to end up coming back and take that series. There's just so much going on right now, and we're only a couple weeks away from the Masters on CBS. Let's take David's call. What's going on, David?
12: Nothing much, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. That's good. Um, you know, I don't want to be doom and gloom here at the end, but... I let some, some Gator fans talk to me over the weekend. So I want you all to talk me out of this hole. But um, if you, if the basketball coach doesn't work out and Napier doesn't, you know, turn things around, is the next uh, logical uh, step the, that we look at Strickland as the AD as maybe an issue? Or do you think that that's kind of far-fetched?
2: I don't think it – I I think everybody's – playing for their job all the time, but, uh, there is more to being an AD than hiring coaches, but it is what you're known for. And look, I, I, I do think both these coaches are going to get plenty of time. Um, they're going to be given long leashes because they're trying to build something rather than just throw something together. So, um, I think what all the stuff Scott's doing has been tremendous. I mean, it, you know, again, a lot of it was started by Jeremy whether it was the, the football facility whether it was the um uh, uh, obviously the baseball stadium and um but but he did he certainly did a great job of that and a great job at other things too so i don't okay. think he's got any worries but uh, obviously there could get to a point where if these guys are if you fail at the two biggest sports somebody's going to be I, mad. Mean,
12: I- I got to say like I've met him and he's a I mean is a great guy. And one of the really best. Awesome yeah, too. one of
2: the best people in the world.
12: And so like I got no complaints on that department, but like I feel like now and Jeff you can confirm this. To, well, we, Jeff's not we here. Jeff had to take now? off
2: and go watch his baseball team.
12: Oh man, well dad, are we a baseball school now?
2: We're a gymnastics school.
12: I like that. I like uh,
2: that. Uh but no, one. they're they're an everything school. Unfortunately, that, that everything doesn't include football and basketball right now. <laughs> that's the hard part and that's almost everything. Yeah. But that's the thing that matters the most to most people. So they've got, to, I mean, the bottom line is they've got to get better in football. Uh, that's the, uh, we always talk about, that's the front porch to your university and they're, they're going to have to get better there. And, um, we'll see what happens going forward. All right, David, appreciate the call. I just realized, you know, because look, if you looked at me and you looked at Tom Izzo, you would think he's older than me, but he's actually 68, same as me. I feel kind of old now, well, and be mainly because I am old, as we all are. Everybody's older today than they were yesterday. Uh, we do have to get out of here in just a minute because uh, Florida women's basketball. Actually, Tom Izzo's actually three months – younger than me oh man the one time I had an interaction with him was was at in East Lansing when I talked to him Florida was getting ready to play Michigan State the year after Michigan State had beaten him in the national championship game and he was such a delightful guy I loved the guy and I I haven't had much interaction since then but anyway uh, all right we got to get out of here we'll we'll take we'll get out of here to go to women's basketball and enjoy that and we've got a lot going on all week Uh, Robbie and I will be in tomorrow. Uh, That'll be a lot of fun. Always look forward to having Robbie around to uh, do the show. And then um, Jeff will be back Wednesday, Robbie and I Thursday, and then no show Friday. Uh, Baseball, Jeff is on the road, of course, leaving on Thursday himself, but we'll do a show, Robbie and I Thursday. That's the plan. You never know how things are going to work out as we go forward. But we do know we have to get out of here. Thanks, Katie, for producing. Great job as always. We'll, take, we'll uh, get out of here until tomorrow. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew will be here. Until then, I am Pat Dooley. I am deep. I am way back. And I am out of here.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
6: Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team hit the road for an in-state matchup against Florida State on Tuesday. After his complete Game 1 hitter against Alabama, Brandon Sprout was named SEC Pitcher of the Week for the Gators. In Gators track and field, Jasmine Moore was named the Indoor Women's Field Athlete of the Year for the second consecutive year. Moore earned first-team All-American honors and SEC honors as she became the first woman to clear 15 meters in the triple jump and 7 meters in the long jump indoors. In women's college hoops, the Florida Gators take on Wake Forest in the women's NIT in Winston-Salem. The winner of this matchup will take on the winner of Auburn and Clemson. Coverage of this game begins today at 5:45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
11: Competition is kind of in my blood. I competed at University of Florida, I played baseball there four years, and I was extremely competitive. That's Brian LeClaire, Gator Baseball star who made it to the College World Series. Today he's on a different team at International Diamond Center. But his drive to win is every bit as strong. It empowers me to make sure we win every single time when we're competing on deals. And we do. Just like I was driven at University of Florida. I'm also driven here to deliver the best product at the best price for our customers. Brian says what's unique about IDC is their worldwide connections and ability to work direct with the cutters. So the diamond comes directly from the mine to the cutter, to us. We've cut out all the middlemen in between. We will go wherever we have to to find value. And for the IDC customer, that means the absolute best price. You cannot get any closer to the source than International Diamond Center. Celebration point across from Regal Cinemas
3: unnecessary penalties are so frustrating it
0: can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators and according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators and he says if you're not careful an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio but in some situations it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement so don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle call talon Wealth for a no charge comprehensive financial plan valued at fifteen hundred dollars to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably three five two seven five one thirty two hundred that's 3200 or schedule at guarding your your nest
7: private wealth llc investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid as performance does not guarantee future results or a license d056341 compensation was paid to learfield for partnership with the gators
9: as of january 2023